Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. The 28th Conference of the Parties to the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change, insert known as COP28, is taking place from November 28 to December 12, 2023 in Dubai. This global climate summit convenes annually for member countries that have signed the UN agreement promising to address human-induced climate change and its effects. The delegates, including the heads of states, members of civil society, and indigenous peoples' organizations, have gathered at the UN Climate Conference to assess the progress made globally on tackling climate change and establish strategies for future actions. Cultural Survival also attended COP28 and spoke to some of the indigenous delegates who attended the conference. My name is Mirna Cunningham. I'm from the indigenous peoples from Nicaragua, Miskito indigenous peoples. I'm at COP28. I would say that indigenous peoples are still expressing in this COP some of the problems that they are facing because of climate change. And they relate a lot of the impact of the changes on climate with the impact of extractive industries in their communities and the way in which this is affecting not only because in some cases they lose their territories, they lose their resources, but also because of the increase of contamination and other type of problems that the communities are facing. We have heard in the different events of indigenous peoples the way in which climate change impacts because of the, the increase of, of heat, the increase of um, devastation and burns of the uh, burning of the forest, the reduction of water accessibility are some of the problems. During the, the last years, indigenous peoples have attended all of these negotiations and they have demanded the recognition of their rights, of their special rights as indigenous peoples, as the, as the owners and the protectors of forests, of water, of resources. And I would say that what we have gained through these negotiations is the increased recognition of traditional knowledge system and the need to uh, consider and respect traditional knowledge system to complement with other knowledge systems to really solve the problems that climate change is, is generating. I, I would say that indigenous peoples have also gained some recognition in the guardianship, the safeguarding of their territories when some of the measures that are related with mitigation are going to impact their communities. There is a recognition in the different funds that have been announced that there will be a participation of indigenous peoples as observers. So I would say we have 
as indigenous peoples gain some recognition, gain some space, but there's still a big gap in between the ones that are making decisions that are the governments and the possibility of indigenous peoples to impact or participate in the decision making. So this is, this is an ongoing effort. I'm happy to see that there are young indigenous activists that are participating in the COP because intergenerational transmission of knowledge is one of the main tools to ensure resilience of indigenous peoples to face climate change. So I think that's, that's an important um, I, I step that we are seeing, that there are younger and younger generations. And this is a, a, a COP in which we see an increased amount of participants. And this is also very important because it makes indigenous issues more visible. And if we are not visible, and we are not counted, well, we are not included. From this COP, we should expect more recognition of indigenous peoples as one of the important uh, groups that have to do with climate change. I think that is what we are going to expect from this COP. And of course, there's an announcement of different funds. So something that indigenous peoples have been promoting very much is direct access to finance. So I think this COP also opens more opportunity for direct accessing of funds for indigenous peoples. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook, Twitter and listen to Indigenous Rights Radio on SoundCloud and Spotify.